Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. The matchups, the superstars, the games. Starting defense, place at the table. Wow! This is Football Sunday on The Fan, a comprehensive look at today's National Football League action with your hosts, Mike Lynch and Rashad Taylor. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Happy Sunday morning, everybody. It is 9.02, and it is Football Sunday. Mike Rashad. Yes, it is nine. Yes. We're going to be back to eight next week, I'm pretty sure. But we're back at our normal time slot for, for one week. Well, I like it. Joe looked at me like, Ugh. What? <laughs> Blame the Seahawks. Well, man. next week is the Seahawks bye, which means that there's probably going to be a 10 a.m. NFL game on the fan. <sighs> yeah, it's not, you know, there's, there's, there's. Joe, you look tired. I am. Ew, I'm still trying to catch night. up on sleep from doing dirt and spray on Thursday and Friday. So. Yes, yes. This one, this one over here to my right behind the glass, forgot that his regular Wednesday night is including hot corner until 10 p.m. right now because of football season, and then had to wake up at 3 a.m. No, I, I woke up at four. You but, pushed it oh, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, so you woke good. up at 4 a.m., but you didn't get to sleep until I imagine like 11 or 12, right? Oh, yeah, it was like 11, 1130 when yeah. I got home. So he got four hours of sleep yeah. because he forgot that he was doing the baseball show, which he does every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have just slept here in the station. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going home. Oh, there People was... always make those jokes, but what? You really going to sleep in here? I mean, yeah, there's I no, mean, like, blankets. I mean... I'll bring a blanket. Duh. Yeah, he's going to sleep on this disgusting asbestos-riddled ground? I've, hey, man. I've, well, there's I've slept that on worse. really stiff white couch that we have out in the, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. The lounge, there you go. quote unquote, air quotes. I don't it used know to be it used to be cubes. Now there's couches. Yeah, in a ping pong go. table. I think I would, we can make something happen. I was thinking about just pulling the all nighter, and then I thought that'd be a that would just not work well. Well, at did all. you have work after Dirt and Sprague on Thursday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You would have mm. been demolished. Yeah, exactly. Like standing, trying to sell oh. TVs. Like, hi. I was sitting. Welcome to Only Video. I was sitting there, like falling asleep, 
like in a chair, just you know, sitting there watching TV and just waiting, and then the eyes were nodding off, and mm. I was like, oh my, that's God, always the worst. Me. Because you know, Joe and I, we are, I think we're the only we're the only people here at the fan that have, you know, no wait, uh, that have kids. No, well, of course, but jobs like outside, like oh. you know, actual like, not necessarily fun jobs. You know, like this is a fun job. Like I, you know, I have no problem waking up early to come to the fan. Like even when we used to start at at eight and we used to be here early to prep, like all that stuff. Like I have no problem getting up early because this is fun. But your regular job, like there's a the feeling all day, especially after you've, you've been working and doing stuff, man, that I'm just going to fall asleep at work and you're trying so hard to fight it and you're yawning and you're kind of slapping your face and you're going to get water and you're standing and stretching, just doing everything you can just to keep yourself awake. But it just doesn't work and then you fall do you have that split second where you do fall asleep at work has that happened to you joe uh oh yeah just, just like and not a, <laughs> oh yeah not like a not you didn't like completely fall asleep but just like i've been in a meeting once and i'm not proud of it but just kind of sitting there and had my eyes closed and Uh-oh. then just all of a sudden like I'm a meeting with people with people middle not of like on zoom i've got no i've got my arms crossed and i'm sitting there in the chair <laughs> and you know kind of like yep yep and i had my eyes closed for a minute and felt myself go to sleep you did like the little head fall forward yes. like ah! it wasn't until like my coworker kind of like you know touched my hand a little bit and i was like oh yeah i'm awake maybe i should i should leave for a second like that that sucks oh you left the meeting I just just for a second let me get up and and gather myself because <laughs> smack your face a couple I'm, times yeah, i'm falling asleep in the meeting that's probably Douse not, cold water over that's your probably head. not a good sign and now <laughs> that you know for for us everything was done virtually for a long time. i work in education for those of this is your first time listening and everything was virtual for obviously a year and a half, almost two years. And being in some of those things, like, yo, I'm turning my camera off because well, I'm, yeah. I'm going to sleep. Well, that, I think the strategy there is don't put your camera on in the first place. Well, they make you turn your camera on, like mm. so that because they want to make sure that people are engaged and people are you know paying attention. So if you got a bunch of you know just pictures on the screen and, and nobody's engaged, and then you know people are are taking that as like no one's paying attention. Now here's the thing that you should do probably not allowed because you probably are given a laptop but uh my roommate has zoom meetings all the time but he does not have a webcam and the only way he can put his webcam on is if he puts a laptop on joins the zoom call twice has his laptop as his his face and then the actual computer as his mic and his headset so he never does it so he's never on camera for his zoom meetings but he built the expectation that i'm not on camera because i can't be yeah, and now he can do whatever. I mean, he's still involved in the meetings, but oftentimes he'll be like, I don't need to be here. No, they made he'll sure put his headset cameras- down. He'll like go upstairs for a couple of minutes yeah. and then come back down. And, you know, like if you have kids, then, you know, sometimes you have to turn your camera off to like my son loves to. I don't know why, but if you watch any of the podcasts that I've done or anything like my son will come in the in the middle of me doing the podcast and just stand there with the thing that he wants. The thing he knows I'm going to say no to soda. Uh, can I have extra cookies and stuff like that? So he knows that you you can't have it right now, but he also knows that I'm in the middle of talking to people that are actually watching me. So he just comes and he holds the soda, or he holds it <laughs> just right there. Like, and you have to like do this weird peripheral. Like, no. and there's so many things. There's so many times you can look at podcasts and you look at me going like, Bro, "What are you, What are you doing? No, out of here! Get out of my shot!" You know, type thing. But, yeah, he thinks he's slick, and he does it all the time when he sees I'm in a Zoom meeting or anything. He's doing it because he knows you're distracted. He knows it, and he knows that he won't get a, a direct response from me. And so he'll just he'll do it. He thinks he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a slick little guy. Kids are, <laughs> kids are slick. Well, 
Yeah. I uh, I got a full day with the kids yesterday, which is uh, going to be happening more and more frequently for me. But uh, awful. <laughs> <laughs> anybody not, anybody with awful. kids and and this time of year is just like ugh, really that well was i a- mean we did the we did the typical stuff and i'm not really a halloween guy and uh, i mean i was as a kid i enjoyed wearing costumes but as i've become an adult it's not it's not a holiday that's ever really spoken to me i don't really care about horror movies and like that's just, that, that's not all me but uh, my girlfriend loves it and her kids obviously love it so Went to the pumpkin patch yesterday and we had to go get some finishing touches to some costumes and stuff. And it was just like a really busy, crazy day. And uh, yeah, it was, we were out at the mall getting some finishing touches stuff. And the amount of times that uh, my girlfriend's daughter would go, can I have this? And it's like, no, you, when have I ever said yes to you having that? And it's just like, just cause they're at the mall, it's yeah. like special and you're distracted. So like, oh, I can have this, right? And it's like, no, <laughs> my son gets so disappointed when he can't have it. And he wants expensive stuff too. like, dad, can we, can I, can I get this video game or this, this video game system? Like, no, bro. What? A whole system. Yeah. Not, not today. That's <laughs> you a know Christmas what? Gift. That's a gift. Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Grab it. Let's do it, son. I told him to get a job. Go, you know, pop some wheelies. <laughs> what is he, like a, 10? Pop some wheelies on a big wheel. Put a, put a hat out front, you know, do something. <laughs> What is he, like 10? Yeah, man. Hey, man. Go get it. I was <laughs> mowing lawns and raking leaves and all types of things to to be able to afford uh, the cool shoes or the cool jacket or whatever I wanted when I was like 10 or 11. So. You know what my son's been doing to me lately is because uh, the new 2K came out, NBA 2K22, and it was on sale for a couple days. Like, Let me guess. It's a buggy, glitchy mess. Uh, I haven't played it no, yet. No, it's oh. actually legit. It, oh, okay. It was like 40% off a couple of weeks ago, like just randomly, like for a few days. So it was like $35 or something like that. And the sale has came and gone. And now he just likes to guilt trip me and like, we should have bought it then. We should have. And I'm like, bro, two, we have 2K21. You're lucky we even have the new, the newer Xbox. Like, enjoy what we ha- – shut up, no, all right? No, what you like, mean, Dad, we could – could have had that one, but you'd, you you want to be cheap and not pay for it. You wanted to send me a lesson, and I didn't do And that. my son also doesn't understand the value of – he doesn't understand money at all. So it's just like, what do you mean we can't buy it? I don't understand. Like, But we want it. I want it now. Like, why can't I go buy it? I told him to go steal it. See what happens. Just take it. See Jesus what happens. Shad. I'm not coming to get you. We had, you we had it, the though. opposite happen in, in, in my house, the – uh, my girlfriend bought her kids something. I forget what it was. And her daughter goes up to her and gives her a dollar. He goes, here, mommy, you spent too much money on that. Here's a dollar. <laughs> it's like, she's like, I, don't give me your dollar. That's your dollar. Put it in your piggy bank. <laughs> it was oh, just yeah. so funny. It doesn't, doesn't it's a complete it reverse of that. Yeah, he doesn't he, get it yet, but hopefully we will. Have you ever had just like an extra couple dollars in your wallet and you're just like, you know what? And you like give it to your kid. And you're just like, here, man, this is yours. I did that once to Joey. He was sitting on the couch playing video games, and I was just cleaning up. had a couple bucks, and I'm like, and I just handed it to him. I'm like, here. He's like, uh, no, you can keep it. And I was like, what? And yeah. he's like, uh, I'd have to get up and go and put it in my piggy bank. And I'm like, get your ass up and <laughs> yeah. put, put this money that I'm giving you in your piggy bank. So my old dude has <laughs> Are you kidding me? Opens his birthday card, and there's like you know, so $40 in there. So it's like, cool. So the adults are like, man. Great, I just got forty bucks, you know. But he gets the money. He was like, "Oh, really cool." Puts it down. Like I go in the room, his room. It's on the floor. It's just like, you know, <laughs> like really rent and like under some stuff. I'm like, bro, why do you have this money on the floor? He's like, "Oh, it's 
I just forgot. To, to, man, if you don't get your... You know, I'll take that $20 yeah, for No, me. I took it. Like, yoink, you don't need this, bro. You don't know how to spend no money. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll use it on something that we need, like bills. Yes, like bills. Well, let's uh, let's get into some football, huh? This is Football Sunday after all. Text line is 503-250-1080. We do have Fantasy Scramble coming up here in 15 minutes. It is still going to be at 930 uh, because the games begin at 10. Jesse Osmond from Explosive Fantasy Football will join us. So if you have Fantasy Football... Start sick questions. You can text them to 503-250-1080, and we'll get to them at 930. We'll have Hater to Love It coming up in the 10 o'clock hour. I want to do Joe a solid. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Let's talk about those Cowboys. Are the Cowboys potentially a top NFC team and like the top NFC team? Moving forward. Well, they won't look like a top NFC team tonight with Cooper Rush, a quarterback. Oh, is that, that official now? No, I'm just banking on it. Oh, I mean, okay, cool. I, I think that's going to happen. All right. Well, I, uh, in one of my fantasy leagues, I have Dak, and it's a Sunday night game. So I went ahead and added Daniel Jones as a precaution because he plays tomorrow, <laughs> just in case. But we'll get to fantasy stuff, and we'll get to the Cowboys coming up in the 10 o'clock hour. But as per usual, we'll begin with the college slate from last night. Look, Oregon beat a team they were supposed to beat. There's not a lot to talk about there. We'll get to like a little bit of Anthony Brown stuff, but the Beavs about to get that win for bowl eligibility against Woeful Cal. And well, it did not happen. We'll get to that next. This is football Sunday on the fan. Switching your car. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 918 here on your Sunday morning. I paused because I wanted to just let it come in a little bit, the music. Felt like the right time to pause. We got Fantasy Scramble coming up next. Text those questions in 503-250-1080. But the Beebs fell yesterday to Cal in a game that would have given them bowl eligibility if they had won. 
They are now five and three as they fall to the Golden Bears, thirty-nine to twenty-five, and it was just a game of what ifs almost. You had uh, the first turnover, first play turnover, right? That immediately gives Cal the ball in scoring position. You had a couple interceptions later in the game when you're trying to build that momentum to get yourself back in the game. You'd gotten yourself back within a touchdown a couple of times and you just couldn't stop Cal, whose offense had been anemic most of the year. It it was one of those kind of humbling games that was a reminder of not quite yet. Right. Because we've I've been pretty high on the Beavs this year in terms of how they've played. I've really enjoyed the uh the ability of this team to run the football and commit to a style of play. The defense has played much better than I expected. You've gotten good, not great play at a chance. Nolan, he's, he's been good enough to help you win games and some, and you know, he's been the reason you've lost some games too. And, and yesterday he had a couple of those picks, not the only reason, but part of the reason why you lost. And it's just one of those. All right. They're a good team. They're better than we thought they would be. They will get a bowl because next week they play Colorado. And I do think they'll beat Colorado. Um, although they do have a tough end of the schedule, but it's just one of those reminders. Like this is a process. You're not going to, or it's very rare to have that come up of, Oh, we're going to win eight games all of a sudden now after being a team that would struggle to win four. So I think that's just kind of what I took away from yesterday's game. It's disappointing that it was against Cal. Like you looked at Cal Colorado back to back as like, okay, those are the winnable games because you've got uh, to wrap up the season, Arizona state, or sorry, Stanford, Arizona State, and then Oregon. So you've got three tougher games in that back end, although Arizona State has been weird. I don't, I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah. They lost to Wazoo yesterday. But uh, it just felt like this was your chance here. This was your window to con- to confirm that bowl game and then go into those three with kind of nothing to lose. And it's, it's a reminder of, hey, it's not perfect yet. And if the other team can stop you from running the football, which largely they did, then you're going to have some issues. Well, you know, you kind of mentioned that the Pac-12 is just a is a, a weird – everybody's beating up on each other. You know what I mean? Like Oregon goes and beats up – or Oregon State goes and beats up on USC. And then Oregon gets – you know, loses to Stanford. And then Stanford loses to Washington. You know, it's like, you know, there's no consistency anywhere throughout the Pac-12. So you don't know who's going to win on any given day. It's like every team is like on an – almost kind of like an even playing, even playing field when it comes to this conference for whatever reason. So it's kind of almost like a – I feel like every game is almost like a, a, a pick 'em game. Like, who, who, who knows what's going to happen? It is a crapshoot. Like, yeah, it's just kind of like throw it up. I got I, I got a tweet. I didn't see it yesterday, but I woke up this morning and and a, a bunch of people were tagged in it and were commenting on it. It was like the Pac-12 is drunk. It and really I was is, like, man. I was like, yep, that's, really that's about right. Like, there's no consistency anywhere. Like, every Pac-12 team has a big win over somebody else. Like for the for the most part, except so, for Arizona, except with the exception of Arizona. You know, but. Uh, I, it, it was humbling, you know, for a lot of us because I think we've put such high expectations on the beef now because we're used to seeing them win. And more than seeing them win, it's the way they were winning. It was like, okay, this is a, this is a pretty good team, like when they're when everything is rolling. But yesterday, that's kind of not what I saw. And I didn't see the entire game. I, I'm not going not gonna to lie. Um, I saw like the first quarter and a half-ish, and then I went on living my life and doing other stuff. You know, it's the day before Halloween, man, I was trying to be in those streets doing mm-hmm. stuff. But um, what I did see is the game not s- started slow. And whenever you start the game making mistakes, like it's hard to dig yourself out of out of that hole that you dug for yourself. So um, 
B.J. Baylor, who's pretty consistent with hanging on to the ball, like doesn't commit a lot of fumbles or anything like that. Just he just took it away from him. He didn't fumble. I, I'm and I'm sorry. It, his uh, the defender from Cal's name escapes me. Forgive me, but Marquez Bamaj. Marquez Bamaj. I wouldn't have re- remembered Marquez nope. Uh But he made a huge first play, play at the beginning. The first play of the game just took it from B.J. Baylor's hands. And was like, oh, okay, this is how this game is going to go. And then B.J. Baylor, we're used to seeing him get 20 touches a game, somewhere around there, anywhere between 19 and 20 a game. He had, what, 14, 13 yesterday, 48 yards. That's that's not a very um, it's not a very B.J. Baylor-esque kind it, of game. Yeah, and it was. It, the run game it's in, in itself just didn't work for Oregon State yesterday. I think that's where – I think that's their biggest strength is the fact that they have an amazing run game, and yesterday it just didn't work. offensive line, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the problem with with the game yesterday is that you just wouldn't – once you lost the momentum immediately in the beginning, you were playing catch-up the entire time because you didn't give yourself enough chances to kind of erase that that play. So Cal did score a touchdown. To be expected, I suppose. You know, you get the ball 20, you should probably score a touchdown. But then the Bees had two punts in a row on their next two drives on three and outs. Like – not even competitive, just here's the ball back, Cal. And Cal punted and they kicked a field goal. And, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like they dominated the game from that point. But early on when you're the better team, if you have that big of a momentum swing play in the first play, you want to be able to be like, cool, that happens sometimes in football. Move but we're going to go ahead and get some good drives going and kind of get the momentum back. And the Beavs just didn't. And when Cal scored their first touchdown or their second touchdown of the game, the first after that first drive, you're like, okay, it's, it's 17 to three, you know, but Beavs are still the better team here. Just you know, get a drive going, score a touchdown, make it 17 to 10 and get, get on your way. And the Beavs had a drive going. They had 10 play drive, you know, a couple of first downs, not a lot of yards, but they were, they were, you know, getting it going a little bit more than their first two and an interception. Lucky for them, the pun happened for Cal after that. And the Beavs did wind up scoring the touchdown, but it was, that was the story of the game was every time you got yourself within that window, something happened. And, and it's, it, that's that's what happens in football. Like, I mean, Oregon's had that happen to them tons of times this right. year. And they've won all of those games. Well, most of those games, minus the Stanford one. And that one was like so much happened in that last drive that it was, it was very unusual. But the Ducks have not played anywhere near a great season. But they've been in those momentum swing times – getting the momentum back for themselves. Mario Cristobal even said that uh, about last week's game against UCLA, where he was like, we had all the momentum. And then at the end of the fourth quarter, they took it from us immediately. And even when uh, DTR got hurt and the backup came in, the, the, the Bruins had momentum last week in that game and the Ducks just were able to fight them off. I just, Every team has it. It's just that was just kind of the game flow didn't match what the Beavs needed yesterday. And because they were chasing the game so much, they couldn't run the ball as much as they wanted to because they didn't want to waste the clock. There it is. You know, whenever you're losing a game, and this is a spoiler for anyone who didn't know, whenever you're losing a game, it pretty much your run game is pretty much helpless because you need to score. So you're going downfield as often as you can. And unfortunately, Chance Nolan made some mistakes, you know, trying to go down the field. And the defense knows that they have to pass. Like if they want to win this game, and they're as as they gotten deeper into the third quarter, third and fourth quarter, and you know they're they're still if you're Oregon State, you're still down. Yeah, we have to throw the ball. Cal knew it; it was coming. You get credit to Cal. Like I mean, 
they played a good game. Uh, you have to give them that. Like, are they are they as good a team as Oregon State is? I don't. No, I don't think not. so. No. But you know, they came in there and they 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 played a great game starting from the very beginning. Their defense was great the entire day. They made uh, plays where they needed to, and when they forced Oregon State into making mistakes, and with a young quarterback, and so. You know, you got to tip your hat to to what they were able to do. But if you're Oregon State, you know, you can play better. So I, I think you're you let you know you let this one get away. But I think at the end of the day, this is this is just a small like you know blip on the radar for Oregon State. I don't think this is this shouldn't be their season. We got a good text that says you'll never beat a team that commits zero penalties and zero turnovers and allows one tackle for loss. Cal came out to play. Oregon State played its worst all year. I'm viewing it as a fluke for the Beavs and a perfect game for Cal, the recipe for a letdown. Fair enough. Beavs never let it get it too far uh, until later. Never let it get too far until later. Oh, like just in the score, you mean? Um, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it was just one of those games, right? And when you're not a top team in the country, one of those games happens once or twice a year or more, more than that. It's like, gosh, the momentum never caught on and the other team played out of their mind and yeah, I mean, Cal's not awful, awful. Like they're not Arizona. Yeah, of course. They're not Colorado, but they're they're Cal. Yeah, and I'm just I'm I'm starting to become of the belief that man, everybody in the Pac-12, every team in the Pac-12 is just they're just going to beat each other. Oh, um, it's and, insane. And I mean, so, UCLA got alley whipped by Utah last or last night after the week after Utah lost to the Beavs. Stanford fell to Washington after Washington barely beat Arizona. Arizona State lost to Wazoo. Like what is happening? Oregon State lost to Cal. It's it, the, the conference ate itself alive yesterday. The one thing we know for sure is nothing's for sure in the Pac-12. Well, except that so, Arizona's is going to lose. Arizona's going to lose, but hell, Arizona's going to come out and play spoiler to somebody. And they covered. You know? <laughs> okay. You know, so <laughs> at least there's a silver lining there. But no, I mean, I, if if you're a Beaver fan, um, or if you're starting to be a, a Beaver believer at this point, um, I'm not ready to 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 jump off the ship just yet. I think, man. The beeves are right where people wanted them to be, and and we're hoping they could be. I don't want to say expected them to be, but now that they're here, I think the expectation is six games. I think anything less than six games is a disappointment to your season. Because that was kind of how it was going into the year, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, and so, but now that Make you're that here, bowl. but now that you're here and you played so well, and you're three and two in the Pac-12, and you're five and three overall. You've got a chance to finish your season with seven wins. Well, like, I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's huge for your for your program moving forward. The biggest problem was that the expectations went a little too quickly because of how well they started. It was like, hey, they could win eight games. And I'm guilty of that. I was like, wow, look at the schedule. They could win eight, nine games. Okay, let's get to six first. And that's possible, probable next week against Colorado. And then Stanford, ASU, Oregon. But there, and, and, some- and by the way, the way the Pac-12 is going, it's not as if the Beavs are going to be steep underdogs in any of those games. I mean, Stanford's beatable. Arizona State is clearly beatable, and the Ducks are better, but the Beavs have beat the Ducks multiple times the last few years, so that's not anywhere near a solid uh, solid game. So they could still win a bunch of games going out the, to end the season. It's just that I think after that, it was a bit of a humbling loss of like, all right, let's slow our roll on some of these hopes and just say, let's get to the bowl first and move from there. And of all the games, I know we have to break, but of all the games the Beavs lost, right, the three that they've lost, this is the one time they've been just beat. The that yep. Purdue game was like they 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 could have done more to win that game. I think against if they Purdue. had started with Nolan, they probably they do probably win the they game. probably win the Purdue game. The Washington State game, you lose by a touchdown. So it's like you're not. 
this is the first game where they just look like they just weren't in sync anywhere. And I think that's something they can change moving into the Colorado game at Colorado next week. All right, well, let's uh, take a break. Coming up next, it is time for the Fantasy Scramble. If you have fantasy football starts at questions, text them in 503-250-1080. Jesse Osmond, Explosive Fantasy Football, will join us to help. But first, Joe has SportsCenter. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is what you get when you wait until the last minute. It's your pick. Fine, whatever. This guy. A kicker. I like kickers. Listen up, you fantasy coaches. Mike and Rashad are here to save your butt with some last-minute injury news and roster advice. The only reason my team finished as terrible as it is because everybody on the team was hurt. Literally every single player on my team was hurt. This is Fantasy Scramble, part of Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. 36 it is time for the fantasy scramble get those questions in fantasy football wise 503-250-1080 yes even you p1 who likes to joke and throw in should i start Taysom hill every single week i know what you're doing <laughs> and the answer is always yes the answer is always yes especially when he's hurt with a concussion start Taysom hill hi jesse jesse from explicit fantasy football joins us how's it going man Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Just, you know, uh, recovering from a awesome Halloween party that my beloved put on the uh, last night. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're ready to rock and roll some fantasy now. So you uh, you feeling the hangover a little bit there then? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Love. Uh, very rarely do I dump or jump into the tequila, but last night oh, was boy. a tequila oh, night. I'm a, I'm a big tequila guy. Uh, tequila is really... so dangerous for me. Is it? I like it. Well, it gets me terribly drunk and terribly hungover. That's, that's just well, not one my, of those it's supposed to do. Not I my think. drink. Yeah. <laughs> well, I said terribly yeah, is the keyword. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find Jesse's stuff at PDX underscore EFF on Twitter and then Explicit Fantasy Football, YouTube, and Facebook. Let's dive into the questions. First one. 
uh, came in from, I get, what do you call your cousin's husband who just married your cousin? Cousin-in-law? Cousin-in-law? Yeah. Yeah. So my cousin-in-law has uh, tweeted me, half point PPR, J.D. McKissick, uh, Gainwell on the Eagles, or Tim Patrick at the flex. And, uh, you know, this is an interesting one because the obvious choice to me would be Gainwell, but the Eagles don't use their running backs in a way that makes any sense whatsoever. Um, But Denver is really good against stopping running back receiving yards, which is they're playing Washington. So that's J.D. McKissick's sweet spot. He doesn't run the ball nearly at all. He just catches the ball. So that leaves it to me between Gainwell and Tim Patrick. Now, Jerry Judy is back this week for Denver. So he's going to be taking targets away from Patrick. I think I'm leaning towards Gainwell on this one. Uh, I'm going to go Patrick. Okay. Yeah, I really can't uh, fault any of the breakdown that you had there, Mike. Um, I I would have to go with Gainwell. I think he has the most upside. The one thing I will say about Philadelphia is this is the coaching staff that did handpick Gainwell. He does exactly what Nick Sirianni wants to do, and now there's no excuses of you got Miles Sanders in the way. So I I do think Boston Scott will get some work and Jordan Howard will get a little bit of work, but the, the work that we really want, the, the passing work, um, he, Gainwell's got that on lockdown. I like him today against Detroit. Non-PPR need to start two of these guys. Alex Collins, Keenan Allen, Antonio Gibson, Sterling Shepard. Well, instantly I'm giving you Keenan Allen as one of your guys to start. And then so it's coming down to Collins, Gibson, or Sterling Shepard. Boy, Collins was bad last week and only averaged 2.2 yards a carry against the Saints defense. Now, the week before, he averaged over five yards a carry, and he's playing Jacksonville, who, you know, that's that's the Jaguars. Uh, And then Gibson has a pretty tough matchup against Denver, plus considering the fact he's been dealing with the injury, he has not been getting as many touches the last few weeks either, although he he does not have an injury designation for this game. Uh, I don't fully trust Sterling Shepard, but uh, the Giants offense could be exciting at times he's a right wide receiver that's like yeah okay Sterling Shepard could get you like 10 catches for 80 yards and you, you'll be pretty happy with that um I mean he did that last week or last week last time he played at least which was against the Rams 10 for 76 you know it's a solid game right he got got you 12 points and a half point PPR that's going to be seven in a non-PPR I think I'm going to go with Keenan Allen and Sterling Shepard to be honest with you but uh, I would say Collins or Gibson would be safer, but both of them are kind of low ceilings to me. Yeah, I'm going Keenan Allen and Sterling Shepard as well. I'm taking Sterling because uh, they're playing the Chiefs. The Chiefs can't seem uh, to stop anything, run or pass, so I'm going to go ahead and go put Sterling Shepard out there against that Chiefs defense. Yeah, this is a tough one, honestly. Um, you know, just because it's a a standard format, when you talk about standard format, you're you're talking about a guy, Keenan Allen, who in the last three weeks prior to the bye scored 3.6 points, 7.5 points, and 5 points in standard formats and PPR. It's actually, you know, it's not much better. Um, and so you understand why Keenan Allen, you know, this question mark. In standard format, my rule is typically to lean towards the running backs. I would deploy Alex Johnson against Jacksonville. I thought, despite the fact he averaged only two yards of carry, um, he easily could have averaged negative half a yard of carry. If you watch that game, uh, the the New Orleans Saints offensive or defensive line was in the backfield on every single play. 
Um, Alex Collins actually did run really well in that game. Got, got Jacksonville this week, so I'm definitely going to deploy him. And then this one to me, um, man, it's really tough because there's a part of me that likes Gibson. Denver has been terrible against the run the last couple of weeks just because the linebacking core has been decimated. They did trade for um, you know a big-time acquisition, a starter off of the L.A. Rams. Uh, this week, but how much time is he going to get started? I do like Gibson, but the shin bugs me. I would probably, in because of the shin transition to, and this is going to be kind of crazy. Sterling Shepard over Keenan Allen. Right. I just think there's just going to be so much work there for Sterling Shepard um, every time he's been on there. Now, the one thing I will say is every time I seem to, uh, you might want to go away from Sterling Shepard because every time I recommend him, he pulls his hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> It's like your own personal curse right there. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. All right. Well, this that's that's interesting. That is a very tough one. This one's also tough in my opinion. Last skill position. Uh, so I'm assuming a flex. Amon Ross, St. Brown, Darnell Mooney, Robbie Anderson, or Tony Pollard. Boy, we are in the uh, deep league last skill flex position kind of thing right there. I make decisions like that in my main league, so I, I feel you, man. That's tough. So St. Brown has really not gotten off the mat too much for Detroit. Khalif Raymond has kind of turned out to be the number one guy uh, after Cephas was the number one guy, but he's out for the year with a broken collarbone. St. Brown is inconsistent in terms of his targets, and he gets a couple of catches per game. It's kind of the same story for Darnell Mooney. He looked really good a couple of weeks ago with Justin Fields and only got a couple of catches last week. Uh, Robbie Anderson is a dumpster fire this year. He's had like two good games. Honestly, honestly, I'm going to go Tony Pollard. Now, I don't know if it's a PPR or not, because that would help because he does catch passes. But Pollard, two to three times a game, has a drive to himself. And that will not change with or without Dak Prescott, depending on if he plays or not uh, Sunday Night Football. You will get two to three full drives of Tony Pollard, and he spells Zeke Elliott. And plus, if Cooper Rush is starting, guess who's running the ball a lot? The Cowboys, because I don't trust Cooper Rush to throw the football. I don't like any of those receivers, so I'm going Tony Pollard. And you said Robbie Anderson was my other choice. Darnell Mooney, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Robbie Anderson, or Tony Pollard. Uh, um, and I just choose one. Yep. Uh, I'm probably going to take Robbie Anderson. Um, I, if for no other reason, I like his quarterback than better than anyone else. So yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to follow suit with with Mike on this one. I just think that Tony Pollard is the one that. Um, you're, you're guaranteed, you know, probably 12 touches. I would say probably more Cooper rush goes. I would think he was going to get probably more in the 15 to 18 range. Uh, Minnesota Vikings defense, not really afraid of that one. And then, you know, the wide receivers, you, you look at Chicago, Mooney's not in a good situation. Um, Amon Rossi Brown looked like he was emerging. Then he fell off last week and just absolutely disappeared. And you just can't tr- trust Robbie Anderson at this point, I just don't think that you could, but that is the, the definition of a desperate flex play. I think you have all the upside with Tony Pollard with a much better floor. Uh, this one's pretty tough too. need to start two in a full point PPR miles Gaskin, Tony Pollard or Amari Cooper. Now, normally I feel like Cooper would be a certain play, but there is the question of whether or not Dak Prescott's going to play. I've seen such mixed reports about it. Uh, one report late last night said this is gamesmanship by Mike McCarthy and that it's almost certain that he's going to play. And then like three hours later, my phone buzzed and said, 
Very, very, very serious game time decision for Dak Prescott. Cooper Rush got all the reps with the first team. I have no clue what to expect going into tonight's game. In the league that I have Dak Prescott, I added a quarterback just as a precaution, uh, Daniel Jones from the Monday night game, just just in case. Because I think you would start Amari Cooper here almost guaranteed as one of your two choices. But because of the the, the risk of it, especially it's, it's a Sunday night game that's really, really difficult. Um, I guess the benefit is that you also have Tony Pollard. So what I would do is I would start Miles Gaskin and Amari Cooper and then throw Tony Pollard into your flex. I'm assuming that's a flex spot. Um, if if Dak is out because Pollard will take a much bigger role than Cooper will with Cooper Rush at quarterback. So Gaskin and then Cooper and then if Dak is out, switch it to Pollard. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go. Uh, I need two, right? Yep. Cooper and Gaskin. Man, you got you got two guys that I don't like this week, and and Cooper and Gaskin. But I also think they're two guys that you kind of have to deploy based on their upside and their utility. Um, it, Amari Cooper just is one of those guys that you kind of most weeks kind of have to start, but you just don't like the taste in your mouth when you do it. Um, and it's unfortunate because we know how talented he is. They just transition to a more balanced attack this year in Dallas. And that's really hurt Amari Cooper, but I really do think you have to put him in there. And I agree with a hundred percent of what Mike said. If, if Cooper rush goes in there, you have the ability to transition to a Tony Pollard. And then that's what I would do. And not excited about starting miles Gaskin this week. He has literally been either bad or good every other week. He's alternating. And last week was a good week. And I don't think that it's necessarily this week is going to be a bad week because he just is alternating. I think it's a terrible matchup for him this week. So, um, uh, but I would be starting both Cooper and yeah. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. Jesse, hang out on hold for a couple of minutes. We'll come back and wrap these up. We've got plenty more coming in to the text line. 503-250-1080. This is football Sunday and the fantasy scramble on the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Name another song this guy. What's, who's this? Uh, it's just the Ghostbusters song, right? Well, uh, we have to know this guy's name, Mike, and I want to know what his other cut is. All right. Well, let's uh, we'll get to that next. We only got we only got like eight minutes left, so let's bring Jesse back on. It's Fancy Scramble. 
Thank you for playing the song, Joe. I'm very happy. Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> Ray Parker Jr. All right. So we uh, have plenty more questions here. A couple of these, at least to me, are a little bit easier decisions. So we'll go through these a little bit quicker. Uh, full point PPR at the flex, Kadarius Tony or T.Y. Hilton. So Tony is also a game time decision. He has been a game time decision for a couple of weeks and keeps being out. The problem here is that the Giants play tomorrow. So if you are going to risk Kadarius Tony, you need to add somebody else from that game. In one of my leagues, I have Tony and I added Darius Slayton as a just in case because everyone else on my bench is hurt. Um, however, T.Y. Hilton is healthy. He does not have an injury designation. He looked really good with Carson Wentz in his first game two weeks ago. He missed last week. I'm going to go ahead and say T.Y. Hilton over Kadarius Tony here just because having a guy on Monday who's a game time decision is incredibly dangerous. So I'm going T.Y. Yeah, just simply the game time deci- the, the decision decision uh, factor is what would play in for me. So, uh, T.Y., baby. Yeah, I'm not a gambler uh, in the sense of I would be willing to gamble on he's healthy enough and, I, you know, as far as playing a healthy wide receiver over him. If this was a healthy Kadarius Tony, I would 100% start him um, over – T.Y. Hilton, um, but I in this situation, think you kind of have to start T.Y. and then hope Tony comes and plays on Monday night, looks really good, and then you feel really good about starting him next week, and you'll be starting him next week. Uh, Mike Williams or Cordero Patterson, or Cordero Patterson, excuse me, uh, start both if you can, because they're both really good fantasy players. I'm going to pick Mike Williams, though, because especially off of a bye week, I think you're going to get a, a good Chargers game plan. He was uh, He's had like two of his last four have been kind of iffy after dominating early in the season. I think you're going to see him get the ball a decent amount today. I mean, Patterson's a, a great play, though, too. It's I don't know. Uh, it's probably You're probably loaded or in a, a 10-team league or something if you got both of them, but I'll, I'll say Mike Williams. I'll also say Mike Williams for the day. Yeah, this one is um... – like, I do think Cordell is a guy that you kind of almost want to set it and forget it. You know, he's been one of the great surprises of the yeah. year. But he, Carolina has been really good against running backs this year. Um, and it is going to be a tough matchup for him. The one thing I will say in Cordell Patterson's favor this week is I don't think Carolina's going to go so crazy that Atlanta's going to abandon the run game. So I do think he's going to be involved all game. But I think there's just so much... So much upside with Mike Williams. I think they are going to want to try to come out of this bye and get this passing game going kind of the way it was the first couple of weeks. It hasn't quite looked that way. So, um, yeah, I, I would I would probably play Mike Williams. I think he has more upside this week. Uh, Elijah Mitchell or Devontae Booker? This one's easy for me. It's, it's Mitchell. He looked really good last week, healthy for the Niners, and uh, I like him a lot as a fantasy player. So, Elijah Mitchell. Uh, I I also like Eliza Mitchell, uh, what, hundred over 100 yards last week in a yeah. touchdown? That's where you want to be. Yeah, this one, um, God, uh, it, Mitchell is really good. He's extremely efficient with the ball in his hands. He's just not involved in the passing game very much, so that obviously caps his upside unless he's going to have a multiple touchdown game. Um, and Devontae Booker will be catching balls. But, but the more talented back in a better situation is, um, it, well, uh, Elijah Mitchell, so I would I would throw him in there and just kind of go, well, you know, we're just not going to get captives with him. Yep. Uh, PPR league, Marquez Callaway or Jalen Waddle, especially PPR, it's Waddle. Callaway gets like three catches a game, and it's a it's a boomer bust touchdown or nothing for him. Waddle's been looking much better uh, as the season's gone on. He gets a lot of targets. I don't love 
the Dolphins offense. And I absolutely despise Tua uh, as a fan, as a guy in fantasy and or in real life. I don't think he's that good, but um, I, I don't. But uh, the Jalen Waddle is the answer for me on this one. Pretty easy. Jalen Waddle. What, what was my other option? I'm sorry. Marquez Callaway on the Saints. Jalen Waddle. Well, you might not like Tua, and you might not like him for fantasy, but he's sure a hell of a lot better than Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> that he is. And Jalen Waddle is much improved with Tua under center. Personally, me, I mean, if, if uh, Miami doesn't want Tua, send him to Denver. Um, no. That's my personal opinion. No. Yeah, no, that's, that's my personal opinion. <laughs> if, they, if they don't want him, we'll take a top five quarterback <laughs> that had the tank for Tua moniker for like two years. So, uh, with that said, they do look better with two hundred center. My biggest concern is is Buffalo just going to do what Buffalo does against Miami and treat them like the little redheaded stepchild that they've become. Uh, but that's not going to really affect Waddle and his average like five yard depth of target, which he's probably they will utilize him in this way. When you look about you know the one the one receiver that is doing well against Buffalo, it's it's the receiver running all the underneath routes. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd play water waddle this week. All right. I'm just going to warn you guys who are listening now. We're not going to get to all these. There's a lot that have come in and we're, we're getting close to the starts and the lock time. So we're going to go a little rapid fire here, get as many as we can to you. 12 team PPR need two of these three Jalen Waddle, Emmanuel Sanders, Marvin Jones, Jones now in the Jags. If you were unaware, uh, I'm going to go with Waddle and Emmanuel Sanders. Jones has too much variance for me. The other two seem more safe picks. Um, ditto on what Lynch just said. Yeah, I'm going to switch Waddle to Jones. I, I think he's got a great matchup this week. He's a little bit more up and down, but I think he has more upside with that matchup. Uh, this is uh, not, no PPR. Cortland Sutton or T. Higgins? Um, well, well, Jerry Judy coming back, that will take some of the looks away from Cortland Sutton, although he has been pretty good this year for the Broncos. I am very high on that Bengals offense, so I'm going to take T. Higgins, and, and he's been in the end zone a couple times this year too. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think Cortland Sutton's a better player, but T. Higgins is playing for the better team, better quarterback right now, so T. Higgins. Yeah, um, I, I would probably switch to T. Higgins. I'm, I'm interested to see how the hierarchy of, this, of the wide receivers in Denver um, kind of settle with Jerry Judy coming back is is Cortland Sutton going to be as reliable as he was with Jerry Judy out or is Jerry Judy going to really eat into that pie so I'll, I'll probably avoid that go to Higgins uh, should I start gasking over Mixon or Cook no um, okay uh, PPR KJ Osborne Kadarius Tony or Alex Collins in the flex um, again with Tony being a game time decision on Monday this is incredibly difficult you need to have a backup on that game if you want to start him. He is the best of these three options. But because of the injury, I'm actually going to go with Alex Collins for you here. Osborne's a pretty good player, but he's more of just like a steady six, seven point guy. I think Collins will get you a touchdown or two. Uh, Collins, who else? Kadarius Tony or the Vikings, KJ Osborne. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with KJ Osborne. Um, yeah, I don't hate KJ Osborne. He's actually a guy that I'd like. Uh, made as a suggestion this week for somebody who was like transitioning from somebody like, I don't know, like a Tyler Lockett who's just been terrible since week two. Um, but in this case, I would definitely go with uh, Alex Collins with that Jacksonville matchup. Uh, Flex PPR, Khalil Herbert. He's the Bears. Daryl Williams on Kansas City or Michael Carter on the Jets. I'm sorry that this is your choice. Um, I'm going to go Khalil Herbert because he's been getting decent looks in that offense, and he's almost taken over for Damian Williams, so I'm going to go with Khalil Herbert. Uh, I'm going to say flip a coin, but if you need answers right now, Herbert. Yeah, I think Herbert's the best play. In PPR, I'd 
I would actually probably switch to Carter. It's hard to know. We don't know if it's PPR or not. Half PPR, no it's a PPR. Full point, full point PPR. Full point PPR, that makes it interesting. When you look at um, what they did with Mike White under center, how many times he dumped off to his running backs, he's going to have a really safe floor in the passing game uh, because they the the backs were like the number one receiver once uh, Zach Wilson went down last week. So I, I would probably play him in PPR for anticipating he's going to get a lot of catches this week. All right, that's all the time we have. Apologies to those of you who uh, who missed. Uh, get the questions in a little earlier next week when we get a chance to do it. But uh, good luck in your fantasy matchups this week. Good luck, Jesse. Thank you for joining us, and we'll My talk God. to you next week. Thank you, guys. Look forward to it. At PDX underscore EFF is where you can find his stuff on Twitter and then Explosive Fantasy Football on YouTube and Facebook. Coming up next hour, we have Hated or Love It at 1030, but we will begin. And I'd love to get Joe involved in stroking his favorite team. And that is the Dallas Cowboys. Who look, I'm, I'm ignoring the fact that Dak may, may, may not play tonight. The Cowboys look legit. And it's kind of surprising. Finally. And the NFC is a little all over the place. There's a lot of good teams. Can the Cowboys finish king of the castle? That's next. This is Football Sunday on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.